Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, V-Day, the nationwide coronavirus vaccine rollout underway. Hubs on standby to deliver their first jabs. A third rate claim rocks parliament. The coalition rapidly reviewing workplace culture. Concerns for Prince Philip as the Duke of Edinburgh enters a sixth day in hospital, his son making an uncharacteristic visit to his bedside. And the king of the court, Novak Djokovic, takes his 18th Grand Slam title in a crushing defeat at Rod Laver Arena. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Australia's ambitious vaccine arms race is underway, with hubs across major cities preparing to administer coronavirus jabs to our most at-risk individuals. Pfizer vials have been delivered across the nation in anticipation of today's rollout. States and territories now face the task of keeping our most precious commodity safe. It marks a historic milestone in the pandemic. The AstraZeneca jab is on track to be administered next month. A Polish World War II survivor became Australia's first to receive the jab yesterday. 85-year-old Jane Melisiak was among 20 Australians randomly selected from the most vulnerable category. She rolled up her sleeves alongside the Prime Minister. You've got lots of experience. I do. I do. <laughs> 25 years. Scott Morrison has justified being one of the first to receive the vaccine by saying it was important to instil confidence in the general public. Another woman has come forward claiming she was sexually assaulted by the man accused of raping Brittany Higgins in Parliament. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. The claim dates back to 2016. That's right, Jody. With this the unidentified woman becoming the third female staffer to allege the same man sexually assaulted her back in 2016. Speaking to the Australian anonymously, the woman who was working as a coalition volunteer during the 2016 election campaign says she was assaulted following a night out. The new claim comes as Brittany Higgins, the woman at, whose claims of being raped in the office of Defence Minister Linda Reynolds, prepares to make a formal statement. To federal police on Wednesday. But it seems the growing issue hasn't had a severe impact on Scott Morrison's public support. According to the latest news poll figures, Labor and the Coalition remain deadlocked at 50 points each. As prefer preferred Prime Minister, however, Scott Morrison has soared by four points to 61%, his highest approval rating as Prime Minister, while Anthony Albanese fell three points to 26%. But with a number of reviews and investigations into 
after this claim underway is no doubt the government will be facing more tough questions as the week drags on. Jody. Okay, Taylor, thank you. There's growing concern over the health of the Duke of Edinburgh, who remains in a London hospital. The Duke has spent the past five nights at King Edward VII Hospital after being admitted on the advice of his doctor. Prince Charles paid a visit to his father yesterday, staying at the hospital for half an hour. Buckingham Palace hasn't revealed why Prince Philip was admitted, but has stressed it isn't related to coronavirus. Prince Philip will turn 100 in June. A man has been stabbed in a suspected street robbery in Sydney's West overnight. Police and paramedics were called to a street in Maryland's at around 11pm. They found a 38-year-old man suffering multiple stab wounds to his neck, chest and back. He was treated at the scene and then taken to Westmead Hospital. Officers established a crime scene and investigations are continuing. A would-be thief has proved no match for a grandmother celebrating her birthday on the Gold Coast. Security vision shows the woman chasing down the man after he snatched her bag as she left the Pimpamar Tavern. The 55-year-old tackles him to the ground, ripping off his shirt. He eventually gave up and dropped the bag. Police have since arrested and charged him. A targeted crackdown by police squads on Sydney's feuding crime families has ended. Operation Talon was launched on Friday, a blitz on the escalating gang war between the Alamedines and the Hamseys. A spate of drive-by shootings resulted in a female nurse suffering a cut leg after a bullet shattered a window at the Auburn Hospital. These offences have been committed by a very small group of people showing a complete disregard for community safety. In a bid to disrupt conflicts between crime gangs, officers from Strike Force Raptor, the Riot Squad, Polair and the Dog Unit have already made hundreds of arrests from traffic infringements and firearms offences to illicit drugs. The federal government has sent its strongest message yet it will not back down against Facebook's perceived bullying. The health minister confirmed he has ordered his department to stop all paid advertising on the platform following its assault on Australian news services. After a week where Facebook took to Australia like a sledgehammer, blocking Australians from accessing news on its platform, there's now a nationwide call to arms. We're calling on government, business and other organisations to audit their spend on Facebook and consider suspending advertising until news is restored in Australia. Something the Federal Health Minister has already ordered his department to do. On my watch, uh, until this issue is resolved, uh, there will not be Facebook advertising. But that might just be the start of the retaliation. We should meet pressure from Facebook with pressure from their customers. Former head of Australia's competition watchdog, Professor Alan Fells, says Facebook's power play caused major harm to businesses, community groups and charities whose pages were also wiped out. You have to give fair warning before you shut off a service which is going to practically destroy a business. Professor Fells says Facebook may have breached Australia's unconscionable conduct laws, leaving itself open to class action lawsuits and potential damages claims worth tens of millions of dollars. A war Facebook seems willing to wage to avoid having to pay for news and setting a worldwide precedent. You have uh, corporate titans acting as sovereign bullies oh. and they won't get away with it. Rob Scott, Seven News.
Israel is starting to reopen with the return to normal credited to almost half the population receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Shops have reopened, but access to gyms, hotels and theatres is limited to people who've had both doses of the vaccine. Israel leads the world in the vaccine rollout, with more than 46% of its population of 9 million people having received at least one dose. Today marks exactly one year since Israel's first documented case of COVID-19. He's no stranger to asking questions on Seven's The Morning Show, but Larry Emder will now be carrying out a very different kind of quizzing. The game show veteran will return as the new host of The Chase. He'll remain the co-host of The Morning Show alongside Kylie Gillies, but Larry will now spend his afternoons putting contestants through their paces on the top-rating game show. Larry's first episodes will air just after Easter. A terrifying mid-air emergency has forced a United Airlines passenger jet to land in Denver as debris from the plane's stricken engine rained down on suburbs below. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. It's incredible that no one was killed or even hurt. Yeah, just remarkable, Jody. Uh, federal investigators are on the ground in Denver, Colorado this morning. Uh, trying to piece together what has caused this catastrophic engine failure. It was just after lunchtime when flight 328 took off. Uh, a short time later, passengers looked out the window and saw the right engine on fire rattling in the wind. Just a terrifying experience for those on board. I think everyone kind of had a, a, a moment that was a little bit of resignation and a little bit of hopelessness and uh, the definite possibility that it could certainly be the end. It really must have felt like a life or death situation. I mean, I totally thought we were going to die. 
Now, what was just as terrifying was what was happening on the ground below. There were pieces of debris, uh, the actual parts of the actual engine falling from the sky. You can see a soccer field here. On any other day, there would have been hundreds of children in that field. So police are stunned that no one was injured. Uh, and despite losing that right engine, remarkably, the pilot was able to safely land that aircraft back in Denver with cheers from very relieved passengers. Jody, Incredible. Okay, thanks Ash Mullaney in the US. Novak Djokovic has come clean about the severity of the stomach injury that he's battled for the entire Australian Open tournament. The world number one charged to victory overnight, beating Daniil Medvedev in straight sets to claim a record-breaking ninth title down under. He was the man tipped to break Novak Djokovic's Australian Open reign. A match promising to deliver. Oh, great defence from Medvedev. Instead, Daniil Medvedev's 20-game winning streak came to a crushing halt. And Novak extends his lead here in the final. The joker with an answer for every serve, on his way to a ninth Australian Open yes. title and a historic 18th Grand Slam win. And uh, Novak's got it. Glimpses of a Medvedev fight back. Oh, what a shot. Short-lived, a post-match admission that he has a tear in his stomach muscle, making Djokovic's on-court domination... Make it nine for Novak! ..superhuman. The GOAT showing the next generation they still have work to do to beat the Bears. The celebrations only marred by crowds booing echoing through Rod Laver Arena with any mention of the coronavirus vaccine. It's now a time for optimism and hope for the future. Or the Victorian government. The top of that list is the Victorian government. Without you, we could not have done this. The world number one doing all he could to win back the crowd. First of all, Class act. Like him or not, the Australian Open champion is the king of Melbourne Park once again. Kaziah Dawn, 7 News. The Greater Western Sydney Giants have secured their second win of the AFLW season. Irish veteran Cora Staunton booting four goals to help the Giants overcome an undermanned West Coast Eagles lineup. Elsewhere, the Western Bulldogs sealed a 13-point win over the Melbourne Demons and the Adelaide Crows defeated the Brisbane Lions by two goals. The Newcastle Jets have bounced back from their goalless draw against the Brisbane Roar to defeat Melbourne Victory 1-0 overnight. 72 minutes in, neither side had hit the back of the net. Angus Thurgate breaking through to hand the Jets a sweet victory. Meantime, the Wellington Phoenix and the Western Sydney Wanderers match finished in a draw. Wellington's Louis Fenton scoring a late goal to level the score. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, an offshore low and trough will direct large surf, showers and storms over Tasmania, eastern New South Wales, Queensland and Victoria. A broad trough across the tropics will trigger widespread showers and storms. A high will lead to mostly settled conditions elsewhere whilst drawing heat into southwestern Western Australia. Around the capitals today, sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 34 degrees. A possible shower in Sydney, 27 the top there. A shower or two in Canberra, 28. A possible late shower in Melbourne, 20 degrees the top. Partly cloudy in Hobart and also in Adelaide today. Very hot and sunny in Perth, 39 degrees the top. And a shower or two, 31 in Darwin. 
And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 22nd of February.